0: I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
1: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets
2: This is our American Stories, and now it's time for our series, Do the Right Thing, which revolves around ethical dilemmas and always sponsored by the great folks at the Daniels Fund. Robbie brings us the story of a man who gave up the chance to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company because of one man's character. Here's Robbie.
1: At the age of only 23, Tim Luliet got the opportunity to work at Ford Motors with industry icons like Lee Iacocca and Henry Ford II. There, he quickly rose to management level. Later, when he was offered what most would see as a life-changing opportunity, he turned it down to work with one man, racing and auto manufacturing legend Roger Penske, the current owner of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, whose company is worth over one and a half billion dollars.
3: I was gonna go become chairman of Federal Mogul, and, um, and I needed a, I needed references. You know, it's a normal process. So I asked my neighbor, a guy named Roger Penske, if he would be one of the references for me. And he said, yeah, but only if you have dinner with me tonight. I said, oh, okay. And he said, look, for a lot of reasons, uh, he says, I need somebody to come in and help me run this business. I'll be happy to be a reference, but if you want to come in and help me operate some of the myriad of businesses that Penske had grown and clean them up, he said, "I'd be happy to, to, you know, find you a spot here to do that." So I, I said back to my wife, and I said, "I here can be the chairman, CEO of a Fortune 500 company, or I can be the at the right hand of Roger Penske. This is an easy call. I can always be CEO and chairman someday of somebody else. Uh, I'm going to learn here, and that was some of the most beneficial days of my career uh, with Roger." When Roger said, "Hey, let's go to dinner," and we agreed, he said. He said, Are you are you free tomorrow night? I said, well, yeah. Why? He said, Well, I gotta go to Europe. He said, let's let's go to Europe and uh, and we'll talk on the plane and we'll come back on Friday. All right,
1: all right. Tim knew he wanted to work with Roger Penske, but seeing Roger's character in action solidified his decision.
3: So the reason he was going to Europe is that he had a company that was making fuel injectors for Mercedes trucks. Mercedes is, uh, people don't know this, but Mercedes instead, in addition to being a very good luxury car manufacturer, is the number one manufacturer of of Class A trucks in the world. Uh, They own Freightliner here in the States, but Mercedes brand everywhere else. And the Actros, which was the truck back then uh, they had, was the number one truck and it was all new, and all, all new engines, new emissions. Diesel engines used to be pretty dirty. They're still not the cleanest things on earth, but to get these things cleaner, you have to run high pressure fuel. And Roger had a great relation with Mercedes because we built Formula One racing engines for Mercedes back then. So there's a strong relationship. So even though he didn't have a long history of making fuel injectors, when they did this new truck, they gave it to Roger and they were impossible to make and they had fallen behind. It was a very difficult product to make. And the Mercedes Class 8 truck in Europe is the truck in Europe. And so here here was the truck line down and the engine line down, and you're a plant manager and you're supposed to be making engines, you don't have parts. Even though the decision was made by the chairman of Mercedes, you're the the plant manager, you're in trouble, right? And, uh, And Roger knew this guy was in trouble and and knew that that his reputation was based upon delivering what he promised. And when he didn't, it hurt him personally. And here Roger Penske was preventing them from building and selling trucks because he couldn't get fuel injectors from the engines and he was sole sourced. So he had taken his personal Gulfstream and taken all the seats out and put crates of fuel injectors on his own personal plane and was flying over to Germany to apologize to the plant manager. Here's a guy running, at the time, one of the largest private enterprises in the world. Takes time off to fly just to meet this guy and hand him more fuel injectors. At a level so far below the chairman of the Mercedes, the plant manager didn't know Roger Pesky from Roger Rabbit. All he knows is he's got a supplier that's not delivering. But when Roger gives his word, he gives his word. And when something happens like that, he said, this, this won't happen again. And it never, it never did, by the way. I got involved. I put a new plant manager in. We did some things there to fix it up. But it was a tough thing to do. But Roger felt obligated. Roger didn't go and call the chairman. Of Mercedes and say, Well, I'm going to try and work it out. There was this plant manager over here who wasn't delivering engines and was getting his butt chewed. And Roger went to him and apologized. And then we flew back <laughs> with an empty plane. It was a brand new Gulfstream, too. I mean, it was just, you know, it was really nice. Uh, but that's Roger, whatever it takes. And here's an individual who had a lot of other things going on in his life, and he just he, he flew over to, to take care of that. But the point is is that to Roger that honor and that responsibility were very personal. One thing about Roger, it's interesting, you have a meeting with Roger, and they are on a conference table, and you know, people drink coffee and do this and do that. When Roger gets up, he cleans the table, whether it's your coffee cup, his coffee cup, done. You're traveling with him, he doesn't where the bags are put down. He picks bags up, especially if there's a, a woman's bag. He won't let him, they're not carrying a suitcase. I'll, I'll carry the suitcase. He, he carries it. He's um, uh, he goes he goes into the bathroom and he wipes the mirror if there's stains on it in a you know in a public bathroom. He 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 is focused on helping doing things, uh, to improve things for others. And you want him as your partner, because if he owns 1% of something, he feels honor-bound to help the enterprise as much as if he owned 100 of it. So we had a we had a partnership back with Kmart back when I was at the time, and we're, we're going through Kmart to go back to our section. We had Penske Auto Centers. And, and as we're walking through back to the corner where our products are, He's straightening the, the aisle of the, of the other stuff, of soaps and other things as we're going down the aisle because it didn't look right, and it did. Store was not well managed, and here he is straightening, you know, aisles and straightening displays of things that were not ours, but they looked bad, and he didn't like people seeing that walking back to the to our part of the building. I mean, he is just, he is one of those unique individuals. I would say that. That outside of my father, he's a person that probably taught me more about life and responsibilities than anybody I ever met. He's a, he's a unique individual.
2: And a special thanks to Tim Luliet. And my goodness, what a story. And more often than not, don't go after the money, folks. Go after the learning every time. Chase the learning and chase the integrity. And special thanks to Robbie for the work on this and Alex for chasing down the story. And a special thanks to the Daniels Fund and their ethics initiative and our Do the Right Thing series, which is about ethical dilemmas. And my goodness, to learn more about bringing their ethics programs to your school, business, or police department, or any other organization, go to danielsfund.org. And if you have stories about ethical dilemmas, We'd love to hear them. Send them to ouramericanstories.com. And there are a bunch of words, eight in, in essence, at the Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative. And they're important words. And in this one, what springs to mind is integrity and trust. And my goodness, integrity, act with honesty in all situations. Trust, build trust in all stakeholder relationships. And my goodness, Roger Penske's actions are the embodiment of integrity and trust, which is the basis for all relationships, business, personal, and everything in between. Our Do the Right Things series here on Our American Story.
1: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
1: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets